welcome to the BeeCast. My name is Amber Miller, and I'm here with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey, and we are so happy to be with you today. Hey, girls. Thanks for being here. Hi. Hi. I'm waiting for Monica to be here so much. I know. Hello. I know. Um, so this month, in the month of December, for three weeks, we are focusing on being well. This is going to be an awesome series. I'm so excited. We have um, some amazing things planned for you. And today, we are going to focus on being joyful. Monica, give me a little a little information about being joyful and some of the research you've done. Well, being joyful, you know, we're in December and Christmas is coming. So joy to the world. The Lord has come um, is one big thing that kept popping into my mind as we were getting ready to prepare for this one today. Um, and I also kept thinking of um, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. And, Wait, um, you're not singing it. How come? <laughs> you're the singer. <laughs> you sing it for me. <laughs> and sing it really high. Um, so, yeah, so we're talking talking about joyful today. And um, there's some really cool stuff that we found. So I'm going to start with just bringing out a few verses. There are a billion verses that talk about joy. And I know the first one that everyone probably thinks of is rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, which is another children's song. Um, but I have picked some different verses. Um, the first one is Psalm 33, three, sing to him a new song. Pray, play. Okay. <laughs> It's one of those days. <laughs> and don't be afraid to be bold with your joyful feelings. My printer messed that up. Okay. So the main part of this is don't be afraid to be bold with your joyful feelings. The second one, Proverbs seventeen twenty two: a joy-filled heart is a curative balm, but a broken spirit hurts all the way to the bone. On Ecclesiastes 3.12, I know there is nothing better for us than to be joyful and to do good throughout our lives. So joyful, um, I wanted to talk first about what is joy before I talk about being joyful. So joy, um, our American dictionary describes it as feeling great pleasure and happiness. So it's a feeling, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Um, but in the Bible, we see joy defined through a lot of different Hebrew. There's a lot of different Hebrew words, like maybe seven to 10 different Hebrew words that were describing joyful. And they explain it in a much deeper and richful way. Um, in Ecclesiastes 3.12 that I just read, the word is samak, which means rejoice, be glad. It's a word used um, for louder expressions of joy um, as those of it's a noise like those who make merry with wine. This literally said this in the um, lexicon or who utter merry cries in Psalm 33, three, that word of joy is teruah, which means alarm, signal, shout, blast of war or alarm or joy, war cry, battle cry, shout of joy. Um, in 511, it is renan, which is to overcome, cry out, shout for joy, rejoicing, specifically not with an articulate voice, which is awesome because we always talk about making a joyful noise into the Lord. And so not having an articulate voice would be an awesome noise. Um, and then the word a lot, jump for joy, exult, be joyful, rejoice, triumph, um, givel. Ooh, I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> Exceeding joy, gladness, greatly rejoice. Um, pasak, um, break out in joyful sound, break forth into joy, make a loud noise. Renana, shout for joy, joyful voice, singing, triumphing. So there's a few more, but I think the whole um, gist of what I'm trying to say here is that joy is loud yeah. and joy is expressive. 
and it's noisy and it's not just a simmering peace and contentment. Like a lot of times people will talk about joy being like just a deep contentment and joy and peace, you know, despite circumstances. And, um, obviously that is not joy. That's peace. Absolutely. Peace and joy and contentment are all very different. Um, so biblically joy is much more than our kind of modern diluted definition of what joy is. And we think of it as a great pleasure, a feeling of pleasure or a feeling of happiness, but really joy is an expression and it's an expression of a joy so deep and so profound that you cannot help but explode with an outward action of joy. Yes. So it is a joy that really is down deep in my heart. Where? Deep in my heart. (laughs) But it cannot help. I know. Maybe that's a practical application. Sarah has a song in this podcast, so it's about time. I mean, that's our singing out loud. That's our singing out loud. There we go. There we go. Now we're rocking and rolling. (laughs) So. I don't know that part. I totally forgot about that part. I was thinking hide it under a bushel. No, I think that's a different, is, is that's that a, a totally different, different song. song. <laughs> so joy is an outward expression. Okay. So where does joy come from? Right. Okay. So Nehemiah eight ten says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Romans fourteen seventeen says joy is made possible by the fruit of the spirit. Galatians five twenty three says that joy is a fruit of the spirit. So obviously, um, from what the Bible is saying, joy is not something you can manufacture yourself. It comes from God. It comes from the Holy Spirit, and it is the evidence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Um, the Holman Bible Dictionary says that joy, being joyful is a happy state that results from knowing and serving God. It goes on to say joy is a fruit of right relation with God, not something people can create by their own efforts. It's in direct proportion to a believer's walk with Jesus. Um, and I just think that that's really awesome because we tend to, and especially in American culture, I think, we tend to forget that joy is not something that comes from our outward circumstances. We forget that joy does not come from a good marriage. It does not come from well-behaved kids. It does not come from a great job or all the things from the Pottery Barn catalog that I was able to buy and fill my house with. Like joy is a right relation with God. It is not something I can create on my own. It's a happy state that comes from knowing and serving God. Well, and I love the Holman Bible Dictionary. It says that joy is a happy state that results from knowing and serving God. And what is the whole idea of being still and know that I am God? Mm -hmm. So it's something that's going to come from within just because it's God coming in and through you. Absolutely. It's not about us. It's getting back to that flip-flop again. Not about us trying to pretend that we're joyful or have joy. Mm-hmm. Or that. manufacture some sort of yeah. fake happiness. Fake right. Happiness, right. Right. Drawing on the spirit of God. Drawing the spirit inside of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. To bring that and, about. you know, I think of like a deep belly laugh. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yes. it starts somewhere really low, but it can't help but come out. And it's yeah. loud and it's, yes. you know, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it affects other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what joy is. Yeah. It's very primal. Yes. It's very just... 
deep in the gut. And I think what's going to be cool is a lot of the words that we're going to be talking about the next few weeks in the podcast are very primal in the gut. They are raw, raw feelings and emotions. So it's just really cool. Um, and now we've learned how to deal with our emotions with Tracy. And so we can, (laughs) we can, I am feeling my my joy is healthier this week (laughs) than it was last week. Um, so the words joy, joyous, and joyful are in the Bible over 200 times, which was really surprising to me. Um, however, most of the verses that talk about joy are in the context of giving praise, such as making a joyful noise. Um, in the voice translation, there are 20 verses that say shout or shouts of joy. Um, and almost every mention of joy in those 200 involves shouting for joy, singing for joy, singing a joyful song, jumping for joy. So that tells me that um, joy is a primal, loud response to God's goodness expressed physically in I most love cases. love that. Love, love, love it. Isn't I mean, that awesome? Yes. Well, I mean, you know, I'm a dance teacher. Oh, okay. and so that anything that's so, like a yeah. physical expression of yeah. joy, like to see people just jumping with joy. Yes. Can you imagine? I well, mean, really. It reminds me in the Old Testament. I don't know where it is that they're talking about the children of Israel dancing. Yes. And singing joy. Yes. And playing cymbals and trumpets and so forth. And I'm sure that that was just a very unorganized expression. Natural. Yes. I like, think that there was a choir director. And no. Director <laughs> Everybody and clap now. Yes, that's right. And we all stood at the end and, and clapped. Right. And, you know, like, I think it was just a very impromptu. Organic. Organic. Yeah, very organic way of expressing yeah. And like when David danced before the Lord with all his might and was like, I guess what naked and his wife was having a big issue with that. But it was like, he could not help with the joy that was even more indignified than this. Yes. That undignified song is perfect. A perfect description for people who are out there that maybe grew up the way I did. Like, um, this is very weird and different. It is hard to grasp because I grew up very old school Baptist, mm-hmm. like independent Baptist, not even Southern Baptist. <laughs> not even Southern Baptist. <laughs> no offense. Southern Baptist now. So, so I, I even find a thing in school, you know, I will not listen to this kind of music. I will not wow. Dance. Oh my goodness. Wow. So we went to a dance. We didn't raise our hands in church. It was amen and amen only and only the men. Um, wow. Oh, wow. You know, it was a piano and organ and then maybe some orchestras. You know, there was, there was, and it, I mean, there are churches and this church is still that way. Um, and so you, you really couldn't get hyped up on the spirit. You weren't right. allowed to because that was out of control. Hmm. God wasn't about not having control. You were supposed to right. be in control at all times. And so as I've gotten older and have gotten to do this sometimes, um, it's, like reconnecting with something that I think I've just suppressed. Right. Sure. Um, but when you do it, like even though it feels silly <laughs> sometimes, uh, when I do it, like I feel like it is a prompting the spirit. It right. is. And it feels right. It's almost like letting the spirit inside of me get out and praise his God. Yes. Right. Well, and it's not, it is, and it's, it's, there's no denominational thing, like being joyful and expressing joy physically or loudly. It's not a denominational thing and it's not a, you know, I go to this church and we do that, or I don't go to this, you know, we, we don't raise our hands. We don't like, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with your personal individual relationship with God 
feeling the joy that comes from him and just being free yes. to express right. it the way that you when need to express you want it. to express it as well. As, yes. You know, like God, I think so. that we, yes, like we kind of, a lot of times picture worshiping God, like in a church and like, maybe that's what we're talking about with this whole joyful thing, but it's not at all. I almost think that it's harder to worship God when you're alone. Like it's less natural for us to do in today's society mm-hmm. than it is when we're in church. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. <laughs> praise the Lord. Like, <laughs> I will stand in the shower and sometimes I'll just start singing or like I love it. best out loud prayers or in, in the shower. Right. That's hilarious. And it's a very vulnerable place to be in. I don't know. I, I would feel I feel drawn closer to the Lord in the vulnerable places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, I think too. Um, when you were talking about them dancing around and jumping and like singing, um, I had a moment uh, this summer when I I went to Rome with you know a group and. Um, Angie Hewins, our, our pastor's wife, had planned kind of everything that we would do that day because she's been to Rome a lot. And so we had only like 24 hours and we had to see as much as we could see. And I wanted to go see the Mouth of Truth because I love Audrey Hepburn and I saw it in, um, you know, Roman holiday. And I was like, <laughs> I just want to see this one thing. And she was like, no, we don't have time. We just have so many other things to do. And, and I was like, OK, so I was just following her around the city. I had no idea where I was going. And, and she turned around to me and she said, OK, fine, this is just for you. And I turned around and we were at the mouth of truth. And of course, nobody else in the group even knew what it was or cared. And I literally squealed, died laughing and started jumping up and down and hugged her. I was like, I mean, like a child at Christmas. And I think of that kind of when I think of joyful, because it kind of came out, you know, it was I was so surprised and it was unexpected that. I just kind of reacted. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. Well, like something that I kind of like to illustrate in my mind to compare it to is when you're laughing so hard at something that you can't help but clap your hands. Yes. Like, or breathe. The hand, the hand clap laugh. Yes. Like that's an expression of joy. Like I have to do something to make noise yeah. more than just my laughter. Yes. Like that is so funny. <laughs> like you just got to clap. You just got to yes. clap it out. Yeah. Clap it out. Can we please tweet that? <laughs> Clap it out. It's going to be saying, clap it out. It's going to be our new hashtag. Yes. Um, So, yes. So, it is is a noise. And um, joy is also, we had talked about this a little bit earlier, that joy is contagious. It is. You know? And so, I'm sure when you were in Rome... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like even in this room. Yes. <laughs> like we're laughing and one, one of us starts laughing, the other one starts laughing, and then we can't breathe, and then we, yeah. I know, it is. It's very contagious. It has that ripple effect and. Like um, sound waves. It is. But I think that that goes back to, if we will talk about this so many times, about um, why God gives us the direction that he gives us, the map mm-hmm. uh, of the things to be. Because he knows the positive, profound effect it has not just even on the body of Christ, but even on those people outside of us. I mean, yes. think about the testimony of the Christian body if we were more joyful. Yes. We oh, man. More joy. a lot, we're, we're not seen as joyful people. No. We're seen as very critical. Uptight. Uptight. Um, Sour. Yeah. Second on lemons. Uh, you know, judgmental. Hip, hip, um, Hypocritical. Complaining. Complaining. Um, and so I, I don't think it's by accident. That God says, hey, be joyful. 
Yeah. Right. That's what that testimony is. Yeah. Right. Not only what is a testimony to other people, but he knows how it feeds your soul. Yes. You do have those moments of being joyful. You just leave that moment. You feel full of life. Yes. Almost like when you first got saved. Yes. You know, like there's just this joyfulness. Yes. You feel it. Like it's this new man, this new feeling. I think we just, we kind of tuck it away sometimes. We do. And joy attracts the masses. It does. You know, like when you see someone who's joyful, you are automatically drawn. Well, right. and we'll talk about this with compassion. Um, but when I researched for compassion, that was one of the things that said that, um, you know, Christ, God, has more followers than anything else, anyone else in history. Hmm. And how come is that? Because, you know, he is a just God, and people will say, well, if he's such a loving God, why do so many bad things happen? But it's because his testimony. And, and when, especially Christ walked on the earth, he exuded such a spirit of peace and compassion and kindness and joy and contentment and honesty and mercy and grace that you couldn't help but want to follow him. Mm-hmm. Right. And th- I think he knew that. That's why he created us in his image and he wants yep. us to go and do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so um, true. Matthew Henry, the commentary um, says of, there's this verse, Psalm 71, 23, I will shout for joy as I sing your praises. My soul will celebrate because you have rescued me. And he mm. says of that, that holy joy is the very heart and life of thankful praise and that redeemed souls ought to be joyful and thankful souls. And, um, you know, it just, it brings to my mind the fact that we, again, put joy we put the onus of joy on our circumstances or situations when truly a joyful soul is one that is redeemed Mm -hmm. and that that's where our joy comes from. We just remember that we are redeemed and the joy comes from the Lord and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, and you know, it's just interesting. Like when you start thinking about joyful, like I can't remember the last time I was totally completely overcome with joy that I just couldn't help but like grangle out some sound or noise Mm. that like, I didn't know how to articulate. Um, but that, that is, that is within our reach. I mean, that's something that we should be. Um, the dictionary describes joyful as expressing delight, um, which, you know, and joy was, um, great feelings of great pleasure, but joyful is expressing that delight. So we can have joy, but to be joyful means we have to express the delight somehow. And biblically we see that that is, is noise and shouts. Um, and so it just occurred to me, you know, we, I think temper our emotions of joy for a lot of different reasons because we may have moments of feeling joyful, but we either feel foolish Yes. Um, you know, we feel like no one else is doing it. We're going to look like idiots. We're going to look like we're crazy. Um, we're afraid to embrace the joy that we're feeling because some the other shoe's going to drop. We might right. we might jinx it. Well, yeah. when you said just now, like I can't remember the last time I was you know so joyful that I and I actually can. I remember there was you know, and it wasn't based on my circumstances, but I remember driving somewhere and being like, I'm just so joyful right now, and immediately I thought I better be careful, like I don't want to wow. jinx it. You know what I mean? And that's so warped, but it's, I don't know, that happens, you know? And it says a lot about our our true feelings about God, Mm -hmm. that we feel like every good and perfect gift that he gives us comes with conditions or strings or Or, consequences. Or, he's not good enough to, you know, continue it. Right. You know? Right. Well, it's true. You know, and it's like, I want to make sure that we articulate joyful is not emotionalism. No, it is not swinging on the pendulum of, you know, church has to be seven hours for me to feel like the Holy spirit was there or it's, it's not emotionalism. It is 
It is a truth that we embrace and express joy over. It's an unconditional thing. Right. It's not how, it's not a feeling of this, just a, t- a temporal surface feeling. It's mm-hmm. a down deep in our heart. Like the song says, yeah. feeling well, of like being redeemed. Yeah, absolutely. That is the joy is having the spirit inside of us. It's not, it's not anything added to or taken away from that. Yeah. It's a simple little message. And I think that's important to remember because if not, you get caught up in the, what do I need to be doing yeah. in order to feel more joy? It's not right. doing anything. It's recognizing that you've already been given. Right. And choosing to express that. Yes. In a way that delights him. And yes. that was the joy that Paul had when he was in prison and wrote, Rejoice in the Lord always. Yes. And again, I say rejoice right. because he's. He was in prison. And it was like he was speaking to thousands. I mean, it, exactly. He was speaking to thousands, but in that moment, he didn't know that he was going to be speaking to thousands. Right. Millions. Right. Letters. He had no idea. Right. But he chose to be joyful in that moment. And if he can be joyful in that moment, then we can be joyful in our, gosh, you know, my job's not going the way I'd like it to go. Yeah. Kind of situation. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, so I, we have a couple practical applications for joyful and how we can kind of cultivate what it, joyful in our lives. Okay. And that they're both are going to coming from scripture. So if you have a problem with these, you take it up with the Lord. Um, <laughs> the first one is from John, first John one, three through four. And this is the voice translation. John writes, our family is united by our connection with the father and his son, Jesus, the anointed one. And we write all this because retelling this story fulfills our joy. Mm-hmm. So, The challenge in this practical application is I think a lot of us need our joy fulfilled and renewed, and we need to remember the story of joy that we had when we first received Christ. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, a lot of us had that happen as children, but, you know, there's always a point kind of in our young adulthood or later in adulthood where we like really fully submit to the authority of Christ in our lives. And so what did that joy feel like? Because I totally remember that. Oh, yeah. I totally remember that. And so write it. Like, get a journal and just write it. And remember what was happening, what was happening in your heart, how you kind of carried yourself for the next couple weeks and months. And just tap back into that joy. Yeah. Because that is the the heart of where all of this joy is going to come from to carry you through the rest of your life. So Mm -hmm. that is... um, that is our that first is practical application. The second one, I'm going to sing like You're Sarah. Like um, we are going to be make a joyful noise. <laughs> I love, okay. I, and I'll, I don't think we are all going to do it right here. because <laughs> Podcast <laughs> listeners, please note, Monica just looked at Sarah and I so sheepish, sheepishly when she said that. Like, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but we are going to, yes, seriously, make a joyful noise. And so we're going to take your story that you wrote. Okay. So you just wrote your little story of joy and where your joy first came from with Christ. And then make another little list of just the things that God has given you in your life that you can be joyful about. We're not going to focus on the stuff that doesn't bring you joy. We're going to focus on the stuff that does bring you joy. Read over them and pray over them and then get alone. <laughs> <laughs> Get alone. You don't have to get alone if you don't want to. If you want to do this in the middle of a stinking mall, I would <laughs> tell me what time and Please I will be video. there right. oh, no. with you. Um, but get alone in your room, in your house, in your car, on the top of a mountain, on a hike, wherever. Oh, that's a good idea. And I want you to literally shout with joy to God. Love it. Yeah. And Love. even if it's just something like. 
I am so joyful, Jesus. Like, <laughs> like, be loud about it. Be loud about it because I really believe that if we are loud with our expression of joy, when we don't necessarily feel it yet, it will completely reawaken yeah. this beast of joy that has just been it's tempered. True. We have just tempered it so much, each of us, all across the world in our lives. And if we just shout it awake with like a, an earthquake it. of explosion, yes. I think it's just going to pour out. And I have a feeling it will be so freeing for so many people yes. that are hearing. Well, I think... Be careful because the list of things that make you joyful, give you joy, will probably be very different from things you're thankful for. True. So there's a lot of things to be thankful for, but joy takes you to that different place. It's where you feel more connected with the Spirit than ever before. It's mm-hmm. where you get that aha moment of God. It's yes. where you could fall down on your knees and want to praise Him. Like, so think about those things that give you joy, you know, and, and maybe go to the places where you feel that way. Like for me, I feel so close to God when I'm at, like, at big bodies of water. You yes. Know? So mm-hmm. Maybe you go to that mountaintop where maybe being in nature makes you feel the presence of God or you feel more one with your spirit or, you know, whatever that mm-hmm. is so that you feel more connected in that moment. Because really, the whole thing of joy, again, is rem- going back to that whole redemption story. It's yes. The whole, that's why you're saying revisit your salvation because mm. that's the basis of our joy it's not the thing that God blesses our life with as much as it is his death on the cross mm-hmm. his redemption of our soul and the fact that the spirit of God lives inside of us yes. yeah and Sarah you said before too like turning on music may be yes. helpful to you yeah and then you may feel a little silly right doing it by yourself but turn on some music because that lots of times can stir the spirit inside absolutely you. you know you may have a group or a favorite cd or whatever Christmas is right around the corner. We're yes. Turning on some Christmas songs um, that just joy to the world. Joy to the world. Yeah. Um, you know, casting grounds is big for me. I yeah, love they're great. Casting grounds. I can do more worship and and sing out loud with joy mm-hmm. with casting grounds on because I I don't know. Like, it just resonates it, with your spirit. It just does. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really touches me. So get get some music on. Make it a little easier for you. Old school point of grace. Yeah. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some point of grace. <laughs> yeah. Well, and David Crowder has that great song, Undignified. Like, yes. I will be in, yes. undignified in this, you know, like, just like, I, I cannot help myself. I'm just going to. I'm just going to jump around and, and yeah. sing and just praise the Lord. Like, I yeah. love that picture well, of David. Play a instrument. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. get, get on the piano and just start playing it or get out of it. You know, because you, a lot of us have been given gifts. Yeah. That we don't tap into mm-hmm. yes. bring worship and praise and, and joy, joyful noises back to me. I totally Absolutely. agree. And, you know, like with my dancers, there's days where um, I'll turn off all the lights in the dance studio. I'll go to all the rooms in the studio, turn off all the lights, and it's, you know, a night class. And I'll turn on music and I'll tell my dancers to just go, yeah. to yeah. just dance. Yeah. And, um, of course, you know, and it's funny now because I started doing this three years ago when I started teaching there. And the ones now that have been there for three years, they immediately just go. They just jump around and dance. And the ones that are new are kind of like, what What is going on? (laughs) But it's a a joy is is a practice. Like, start now and you'll get better at it. You know? You will. That's so true. That's a good point. The the first year that we... um, 
that I went to a missions trip in Hungary. I went to it. It's a Soso music festival. Um, and I was so overcome with joy so many times on this trip because of watching, like we talked about joy is contagious because of watching other people express it. And so this particular mission trip, there are people from all over Eastern Europe. Like I'm not kidding. The first year I went, there were 63 countries represented of people at this festival. So it was a slice of heaven watching everybody worship from all across the world languages and in their own languages and everything. And during the worship times, people like guys and women, anybody that wanted to, they would just get up and dance. However, they felt like dancing flags. And listen, this isn't everybody's thing, but I'm just telling you like watching people be free enough to express their worship and their joy. However, they felt like doing it was just awe inspiring to me. And one particular night, um, people were dancing and we were all worshiping and then the whole crowd. And I guess this is something that happens in Hungary a lot, but this was the first experience for me. The whole crowd just started like they burst into spontaneous applause and then it got very rhythmic and everybody was clapping like in time together in the same rhythm. I could not even lift up my head for the presence of God Mm. that I felt in that moment because of everyone's just clapping and like people would randomly shout like, woo, or just whatever, Jesus. And, um, not that they're shouting Jesus at the orchestras in Hungary, but just the the rhythmic clapping as a, I don't know, as an expression, it was the most overwhelming experience to be a part of and to witness. And so that makes me think of. Well, do you know that y'all know that movie Horton Hears a Who or whatever and all of the little people and they have the horn and they're all just trying to make this loud noise together to get to be heard and that's what I feel like kind of with us when we're making a joyful noise like that to me them clapping and just like doing everything they can to to show God like like we love you so much yes we are here we're here we're here here. yeah I love it oh it's just yeah that's yeah, a beautiful it's story. Really beautiful. It's just an illustration that I remember from time to time when I, I have that feeling of I need to express this somehow differently, but I don't. I have not felt free enough to let myself do it, right. whether that's in church or a concert or at home, um, because I do kind of temper it. Like I'm just going to look like an idiot. And well, and that's you know the message that we're you know sharing today is that you should feel free to do it. You like, should feel free to do it. Um, it's natural. It's it's what God wants for you. God and wants you to be free enough to do joyful that. Joyful if you're not expressing it. Yeah, because yeah. joy in itself you just is have joy. You can have joy without expressing it, but you gotta express you it. Joyful. Yeah, that's just great. That's beautiful. All right. Well, okay. Who wants to pray us out today? <gasps> okay. Father God, Lord, thank you so much for this time together. Just the thirty minutes go by so quickly, and it's just so fun to be with Amber and Monica. And um, just chew over these truths that you've given to us. Lord, we just pray for all the listeners that you will just really impart your wisdom to them and lift off their blinders and their uh, inhibitions of not wanting to um, just dance and be crazy for you. But just let the Spirit come out in us and um, just praise you and worship you and, and be joyful, Lord. And that is something that you want for us and it will be a testimony to others as well as be a positive influence on ourselves. Lord, just guide us each and direct us and, and continue to teach us. And we need to be Amen. Amen. Amen.